number two. Okay. So again, just to review where we are. Okay, we're on the fourth canto, uh, and we're discussing the descendants of uh, Dhruva Maharaj, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is a descendant of Uttanapada, one of the five children of Swayambhuvamanu. And of course, that was the question in the third canto. Maharaj Pariksit had heard about, uh, you know, how uh, Swayambhuvamanu and Satarupa agreed to become biological fathers and mothers <coughs> and populate the universe. So yeah, so tell me about the, the children, their their children, because they're all very pious. They're all related to Krishna. So basically, from the third canto all the way through the seventh canto, it's based upon that: Devahuti, Akuti, Prasuti, Uttanapada, and Priyavrata. And of course, the the acronym is DAP UP. Dap up, or if you speak Spanish, dap up. Apagado. See, first the uh, first the uh, the Uti sisters, Devahuti, Akuti, Prasuti, okay, and then uh, Utanapada, who's Druva, and then Priyavrata. You know. So now here we are with the story of uh, <clears throat> the Pritu, which we've labeled Pritu Shiksha, which I think grammatically is correct. It can it can either mean uh, instructions by Prithu or instructions to Prithu. Yeah. So it's a nice module. We, we've got to get these things in modules and give little seminars on them for two weeks or something. Then they're very attractive. So it's about, uh, what do we got here, 9 and 4, 13, about uh, uh, nine chapters. And it starts with the with the story of, uh, of old bad old King Vena, who's <laughs> Who was <clears throat> eliminated by by high pitched sound, which maybe is I guess is you know, over the internet, voice over internet or something. He was eliminated. Then they cloned uh, Prithu and Archie, you know, because he liked the, uh, the 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 semina in that particular tradition. And so then there's uh, two chapters for 1516, which right in the beginning it talks about the appearance and the coronation of Maharaj Prithu. And then they, uh, the uh, the professional reciters they they glorify him, you know, yeah, okay. Uh, and he says, "Oh, don't glorify me." And Prabhupada said, "Even if one's an incarnation of God, you know, one should not blow, blow his own horn." You know? So we see uh, Prabhupada, you know, saying, "I'm I am I have never claimed to be Uttamadakari." So this is pretty standard. You know? So the professional reciters they they're kind of a little hesitant. But they look at the the, the uh, sabios, the, the the great rishis. Yeah. Oh, please, please close your microphone. Por favor, cerrarse micrófono. Okay, thank you. Yeah. So then they uh, uh, and the rishis kind of give them the nod to go ahead. So maybe a little smile, wink. So they glorify him. What he's going to be? What he's going to do? Okay. Then 17 and 18 is this little pastime with the earth, which is very instructive in terms of ecology, in terms of uh, development. 19 and 20, then, the story of the horse sacrifice we've heard, and then which is his competition with Indra. And bringing out different kinds of maybe uh, subtle attachments that can be there even for amongst devotees. <clears throat> so, uh, so we're now in this section about how Lord Vishnu also comes, and he's so enchanted by the whole scene. You know, not he's he's a he's an ordinary guy, <laughs> Lord Vishnu, and he really does you know, find these things attractive and wants to participate himself and put in his two cents worth. You know, so he's uh, enchanted by Maharaj uh, um, uh, Prithu's qualities, and now he's making different comments, and then Maharaj Prithu responds. You know, then later we'll hear. Uh, Maharaj Pritchard at some point gives instructions to the to the citizens. And Prabhupada to, told Srupadamadar Maharaj that this will be our university level in uh, study on political science. Then he meets with the four Kumaras, and of course, wonderful dialogues. And finally, he goes back home, back to Godhead. Haribo! Next slide. Om Namo Bhagavate. Okay. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. I didn't get a chance to rehearse this because I had two, 
two catastrophes happen <laughs> over the internet. Let's see if it's Vasantilak. Nakamaye natadapi aham. Wait, no. Nakamaye natatada api aham kwachit. Nayatra you smudge charan ambuja sabaha. Mahatta mananta hridayan muka Vidatsva karnayutam esha nevara. Okay, now it's your headache. You chant. Makamaye nata tat apyaham pachin. Makamaye nata tat Nayat yusmach charanam bujasavaha. Mahatmantar Hridayan Mukha Chuto Ramananda Prabhu, you know that the uh, verse is now so small. No, I know. I'm, I'm trying to fix it. I'm trying, I'm trying. Sorry. All right, I'll go ahead and chant because I have it on the database. Nakamaye natha tadapya hung kuchin. Nakamaye natha tadapya hung Nayatra yushmach charanam bhuja sabaha. Nayatra yushmach charanam bhuja sabaha. Mahatmanantarhidayanukachuto Nayatra <laughs> Mahatamanta Hidayan Mukachuto Mahatamanta Hidayanukachuto Nayatra <laughs> Mahatamantar <laughs> 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 
Vidhasva karna yutam esha mevraha. Vidhasva karna yutam esha mevraha. Na. Not. Not. Kamaye. Do I desire? Do I desire? desire. Oh, Master. No, I'm sorry, Nata. Nata. Oh, Master. Oh, Master. Tat. Tat. That. That. A P. A P. Even. Even. Um. Um. I. I. Watch it. Watch it. At any time. At any time. Nah. Nah. Not. Not. Yatra. Yatra. Where. Where. So we have uh, na quachit and na yatra. Not any time, not anywhere. Yushmat. Yushmat. Your. Your. Charana Ambuja. Charana Ambuja. Of the, of the lotus feet. Of the lotus feet. Ashabaha. Yeah, the nectarian be- nectarian beverage. Nectarian beverage. So we're we're developing a grihasta business. Um, and we already have we already we have one beverage called uh, called uh, uh, supercidity. <laughs> one beverage called supercidity, and now we have another one we can sell called Ashabaha. Another beverage. Okay, Mahatama. Mahatma of the great devotees. Oh, great, great devotees. Antaha Hridayat. Antaha Hridayat. From the core of the heart. From the core of the heart. Muka. Muka. From the mouth. From the mouth. Chutaha. Being delivered. Being delivered. Vidatsva. Give. Give. Karna. Karna. Ears. Ears. Ayutam. Ayutam. One million. One million. Vidatsva karna ayutam. Give one million ears. Eshaha. This. This. May. May. My. My. Varaha. Varaha. Benediction. Benediction. Can I uh, for a second? Sorry. I just want to make sure. So uh, everybody can see the PowerPoint clearly now? It's the right size? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Sorry, Marsh. Maybe I should go ahead and mute everybody now since I interrupted anyway. Is that all right? Yeah. Okay. Okay, Marsh, say something, please. Okay, good. So we have... Everything ready. Continue, please. Nakamaye nata tadapia hum Nakamaye nata tadapia hum Nayatra. You smudge charan ambuja sabaha. Mahat mantair ridayam mukachuto. Idhatsva karanayutam esha me varaha. Okay. Next lifetime. We'll speak Sanskrit. Next slide, Master. Okay. Translation. My dear Lord, uh, Maharaj Prithu says to Senor Vishnu, I therefore do not wish to have the benediction of merging into your existence. 
A benediction in which there is no existence of the nectarian beverage of your lotus feet. I want the benediction of at least one million ears. This is very interesting. That means uh, one million ears. That means uh, that's uh, what does he want? Does he want 500,000 disciples? For thus I may be able to hear about the glories of your lotus feet from the mouths of your pure devotees. So this is very interesting. Uh, uh, we say of your lotus feet, your lotus feet. You know? Of course, the feet are the lowest part. In, in any culture, if you put your feet up on the desk in front of some guest in your office, you know, show the soles of your feet to him, it's going to be a very significant social statement. You know, so many things. You know? So this is the, the least minimal you know, aspect of a person is the, the dust of their lotus feet. You know? So we're we're saying what to speak of anything else, you know. So we we were thinking about this, and our, our wicked mind uh, was thinking this is kind of like a, asking for an unlimited uh, net Netflix account, something a spiritual, a spiritual Netflix account, unlimited spiritual Netflix account. Okay, and uh, I guess an unlimited supply of uh, you know of, of peanut prosodum. You know, so is, is this the kind of benediction we would want? Well, this is what everybody wants in many ways. Is just to watch and hear and understand unlimited numbers of good stories and pastimes. And Krishna walked through this place, that, and then he was walking on trotters, and he was a giant red pig, and he did that. You know, and then he 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 had a he had fins, he had a tail, his feet became a tail, and he was swimming through this ocean. Yeah, and Carl Jung was watching him. Yeah. So this is the benediction he's asking for, just this unlimited pastime with this, you know, how, how many, he wants one million years, ayutam, like that. Okay, so Prabhupada says, next slide. Yeah. Okay, there it is. Prabhupada says, In the previous verse, Maharaj Prithu addressed the Lord as Kaivalya Pati, the master of liberation, the master of the liberation of merging into his existence. This does not mean that he was anxious for Kaivalya liberation. That is made clear in this verse. My dear Lord, I do not want such a benediction. Maharaj Prithu wanted to have a million ears to hear the glories of the lotus feet of the Lord. He specifically mentioned that the glories of the Lord should emanate from the mouths of pure devotees who speak from the cores of their hearts. It is stated in the beginning of Srimad Bhagavatam 113, Sukha Mukad Amrita Dravya Samyutam. Shuka Mukahad Amrita Dravya Samyutam. The nectar of Srimad Bhagavatam became more relishable because it emanated from the mouth of Srila Sukadeva Goswami. You know? So of course this is such a such an incredible you know perspective attitude part of our whole culture and philosophy. You know? um, previous slide. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we're, uh, um, yeah, yeah. We're, well, in, in our own, you know, reading of Prabhupada's books, associating with Prabhupada. One time we were in, we were very fortunate to be in the Krishna Balaran Temple, maybe some years ago, not too long. And we were in this in Prabhupada's Samadhi, and you know, there in front of the Samadhi and chanting and looking up at the, uh, you know, very very nice, <clears throat> you know, what's the word like? It's not the word. Atman is not the word, but. A regal, wonderful brass morti of Prabhupada, you know, and then we wanted to look at his lotus feet, you know, and we looked at his lotus feet, and there was an obstacle; we couldn't see his lotus feet. And what it was, they put a, a nice book, books, little book stand, you know, he's folding things, and one of Prabhupada's books was there. And so we, this idea jumped into our mind that if you want to see Shri Prabhupada's lotus feet, you you see them through his books, so you can see them. You know, yeah, 
very simple, humble aspect of approaching Prabhupada and getting the the, the Shantaras to start with the connection, eternal connection. So yeah, Shantaras is sometimes compared to what is Kaivalya, and some authorities don't accept it as an actual rasa. Uh, But Prabhupada says in Nectar of Devotion, whether it's a rasa or not, it's the basis of everything else. As as we understand, uh, Mahavishnu Loka is in in Shantaras. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo. You know, it's like Sringartik Govinda, which just never stops, never <laughs> goes on and 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 on. You're so great. You're the greatest of the great. You're the greatest of the greatest of the great. And you're good. And you're the greatest of the good of the greatest of the goodest. And it is, it's just wonderful. Yeah. So it's like being in the kingdom of God. You know, you come from some miserable place, you, your family, you escape, you get there, you bring along your kitty cat, okay, and you get there, and oh, you know, and it, it's a wonderful place, you know, wonderful place. And so you, you've had a, you assume there must be a good king here, too, a strong guy, nice person, you know, humble, you know, but we haven't got to that level. This is like Brahman, you know, so, but it, but it's essential, you know, that we do want to become merged, the green bird merges into the the green oasis. You know? Yes, the Vedas give that example. We do want that. You know? But then we have to look closer. We've got to wake up. We've got to let our eyes become accustomed to the the brightness you know, so we can see the variety. <clears throat> and and then Prabhupada's quoting, you know, his second verse, that uh, when we want to hear these glories, <clears throat> which is the beginning of seeing any place, you Someone starts to describe the picture to you, or you're landing in a place, and they start to talk about that place. Yeah, yeah. We were talking this morning. We had a nice meeting with uh, uh, one uh, director from South America, Rause Sabayos, and uh, one, of, one of our, our good friends, Abiram Takur, said, "Why don't we try and make a movie, uh, like kind of biographical, about what you've experienced in spiritual life? <laughs> You'll be dying soon. <laughs> so get something out of here before you go." So we've been working over him with him with Raoul about different media exchanging PowerPoint shows, and we finally got a nice rapport, you know. And another devotee, Ambari, she's a, a very good director with his good wife, Urshibanandani, from Argentina. She was there. So it was a very good good meeting. I was really satisfied. It wasn't so frustrating over the Internet. And we're talking about how to uh, to uh, maybe go ahead and try and do something, you know, you know ideas and how they've developed. And I was quoting from, uh, he's a director, from uh, Sergei Eisenstein. It's like Einstein, but it's with an N. Sergei Eisenstein. And you may know, he's the guy who did uh, Battleship Potemkin. And it's, you can look it up. It's, it's, it was, it was a, a, a silent film, uh, but it's, you know, it's considered one of the great, greatest classics of all time. And Battleship Potemkin. You know? And and he said, he said, he said, this is when movies were starting. He said, the movie, as I remember he said it, the movie is a snake made of sound. The movie is a snake made of sound where you hang different visual images. Yeah. So this is it. This is that our entrance in the spiritual world is listening to this snake of Srimad Bhagavatam and all the literature that follows from it and the Maha Mantra. You know, but who do we hear from? You know, I was in a intense. I'm trying to avoid the <laughs> sannyasi. I don't get too much involved because I just can't, I can't handle it. I haven't got the equipment. You know? If you're, you know, a Kshatriya, a duke, a count, an earl, triple <laughs> president, you know, GBC secretary, yeah. If you're involved in this administrative stuff, of course it means emotional, political conflict. You know, but then you got your your wife. You know, to back you up or protect you, to cover you, you know. And, and okay, that's the situation, that she's maybe more tuned into the uh, emotional aspect of the situation. She's feeling, hey, my, my husband's a good good administrator, but this is too much for anybody to handle. Let me hop in here and ask if anybody wants some cookies or something. And, hey, you know. So Sita Ram, Lakshman Hanuman, you know. So we try to avoid this, these uh, 
political Krishna Kata, you know, and try to get involved in terms of our, our ashram and our situation. But even still, sometimes we, we, we do dip down into it, and boy, the, the emotional you know, conflict that goes on in these levels like that is just it's unbelievable because, because people are, you know, again, they're, they're talking from the core of their hearts, and you can hurt each other very, very deeply, you know, more than the, the karmis can do. You know, yeah. <clears throat> so, at one point, this devotee was just going on, and you know, and I was getting, <laughs> you know, beat on. And he, he said, "He said, you never listen to me. You never listen to me. That's why I'm angry. Because <laughs> you don't listen to me. You know, the years, you know, you don't chastise your disciples. Okay, yeah. And, it, and I was responding, yes, I listen to you." The Prabhupada says in Nectar of uh, Instruction, I think it's text number three, you know, the beginning of devotional service is hearing. Shravanam, Kirtanam, then right away he says, but who do you hear from? So this is one of the fundamental uh, aspects of the structure of Krishna consciousness. Is it begins with hearing, but then who do you hear from? Like that. So we have to evaluate, you know. Yes, I'm, I'm listening to you, but I'm not listening to you as if you were God. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, I also listen to other people. And some of the things you say I, I think are, are, are incorrect and I reject them. Huh. <laughs> okay. So, so we made a, a lot of progress. And that, uh, we hope that people listen to us understanding who we are, what our consciousness is, what our perspective is and stuff. You know, there's no way on earth that we're claiming to be Uttamadakari, you know, founder or acharya of anything. But on the other hand, we're trying to take a position in this structure of ISKCON, the whole dialogue, the chorus, like that, you know. So Maharaj Prithu is saying the same thing. Hey, you know, I, I, I don't want to merge into your existence, you know. I want to be able to hear, you know, to hear from you, okay, and from the devotees who talk from the core of their heart. Next slide, Master. Thank you, Monosito. Yeah. Yeah. One might think that these glories of the Lord can be heard from anywhere, from the mouths of either devotees or non-devotees, but here it is specifically mentioned that the glories of the Lord must emanate from the mouths of pure devotees. So one time when we were sitting in the treasury room in uh, Berkeley, when we were a brahmachari or whatever, l- lamenting our poor position and how the temple president was so cruel to us and we didn't get enough burfi or whatever it was, uh, there was a, um, a tape of Prabhupada playing. And we remember Prabhupada said, <clears throat> there are first, second, and third class pure devotees. But then he said, uh, he said, but actually the third class of pure devotees are not actually pure devotees. So this term Prabhupada uses it. Yes, there there are first class pure devotees. And then we understand uh, how to relate to them, how to relate to different people on different levels in terms of what they're saying. And then second class means that Okay, they they have material attachments, uh, but they're under control and they're diminishing, you know. So therefore, we can associate and whether they're you know lower class madhyamadikaris or higher class madhyamadikaris, we can begin to distinguish and pick out what things to to deal with, you know. Okay, I know this guy has an attachment, she has an attachment like this and that, and you know, we're going to have to investigate this a little bit more. And I have to take what, what she, she's saying in terms of this perspective. And, I, and I, okay, I can understand that. That's why, you know, she has this, uh, what, like, uh, this, you know, violence in terms of this topic and stuff. And just, okay, it's understandable. But it does, you know, distort the message. And can I correct the distortion like that? Well, I can. Okay, okay. Or I can't, you know, so have to uh, avoid this area, Yeah. May love God, make friendship with the devotees, avoid the demons, and preach to the innocent. You know? So even in devotees, we find this mixed uh, mixed consciousness, madhyamadakaris, and how to avoid the the crazy parts in our God brothers and God sisters. You know, yeah. and and then hear the words emanating from the mouths of pure devotees. 
Prabhupada also says that there are neophyte, uh, it called? neophyte pure devotees, kanistadakaris, that maybe from previous lifetime or, or something like that, they actually are situated in solid spiritual consciousness, but now in this particular birth, they haven't purified their external features, their external aspects, and maybe they won't be able to or something. Maybe they, they took birth as a deer, you know, okay? But... And so when we're hearing from them, we understand that heart, they're, they're, they're more advanced than I am. You know, Maybe I'm a pretty well-situated Majimadakari externally, <clears throat> but I can see this person, even though externally he, she, or it, is, she, he, or it, <clears throat> is you know, on the Kanistadakari platform of smoking marijuana or something like that. Still, internally you can see, no, they've got a you know, solid faith in the holy name. And so very quickly, you know, there's a good chance they'll become purified and very quickly become able to be situated on their devotional service in a very high aspect. You know? yeah. So then we have to distinguish. And beyond the devotees, of course, then there's uh, you know, muktivadis and gyanavadis and karmavadis. And all these people have their particular you know, desires for fruitive activities, for gratifying mental speculation or or for mystical powers but not as devotees but as but as enjoyers you know well yeah and there's a variety of these we see them mixed mixed people like that so so Pablo's pointing this out that we have to hear from pure devotees okay then he says Srila Sanatana Goswami has strictly prohibited hearing from the mouth of a non-devotee there are many professional reciters of Srimad Bhagavatam who speak the narrations very ornamentally, but a pure devotee does not like to hear from them because such glorification of the Lord is simply a vibration of material sound. But when we, but when heard from the mouth of a pure devotee, the glorification is immediately affected. So somebody may be uh, a devotee again. Maybe at one moment they're a pure devotee and the next moment something stimulates them. You know, you know. For example, when I'm traveling and lecturing, my situation. We're sitting in the temple in Chile, and there's maybe uh, you know 40, 50 devotees there for the evening program. 40 rooms pull up, and ladies on one side, men on the other. You know, and when they set the diasasan up, uh, maybe it's pointing a little bit more towards the ladies' side. Okay, because I'm not a pure devotee naturally. I have to do it by my intelligence. I, I just kind of push the on, so it's pointing a little bit more towards the men. Okay. <laughs> and, and I notice, you know, that when I'm lecturing, uh, maybe some of the, the ladies in the audience will start like smiling and nodding their heads up and down and encouraging me. And my male ego, you know, immediately starts to be, feel like gratified. Oh, okay, somebody's understanding me and appreciating me and, you know, and reinforcing me with, with, you know, with feminine head nods and some Krishna talking, whatever. And I'm sure ladies have the same experience that when, if it's when guys start like, you know, what's the word, flattering them and smiling and twisting their big mustaches and, you know, uh, driving up in their big cars, (laughs) flexing their big shoulders, that, Women also feel this reaction. Oh my goodness! You know, he likes my apple pie. Okay, yeah, but it's subtle, but it contaminates the the hearing process. It's very ornamental, you know, but it's externally orna, orna, or, ornamental, and we can't really get the uh, the full benefit, which is in the beginning liberation, and then really becoming pure devotees. You know, so we can serve Krishna in any circumstance. You know, and so we can <clears throat> then. We can tell when we're reciprocating with people. One devotee chants, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, and the other devotees respond, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. But we have to be listening. It's not just that, you know, parallel monologue. I, I, I know it's my time to chant, so I chant the way I want to chant, and then I kind of keep track of whether, whether the devotee who's leading is, is chanting or not. You know? No, you actually listen to the words. Try, try and listen with your heart. And what's going on here? And many times it's quite interesting you do that. This is a different perspective of what the person is saying. Many times you realize that they're just doing it as a formality. Okay, now I've got I to do the kirtan before the class, Prabhu. Wait a second. You know? Yeah. And then we can respond and reciprocate. And sometimes, yeah, the, the speaker needs like, uh, 
you know, a few, a few feminine nods and encouragement because they, they need a mother to, to come and give, give them, maybe they're terrified. And so, okay, some ladies are saying, hey, it doesn't matter what you do, we, we like you. And, and maybe it's going, we're going to be, always be here with you. you know, okay, God, now I got some, some motherly support, you know, so I can talk. And, and even though on the men's side, they're all glaring, glaring at me and going to judge everything, every single thing I say, you know, yeah. So I don't care. I'll have, I'll have some chocolate cake afterwards, whether you, you guys hate me or not. Yeah. So it, we're a big society. We're trying to fit the pregnancy of Ditti in the evening, you know, and all these things together for our kirtan. You know? And so we have to listen from the heart. We have to respond from the heart. <clears throat> and then sometimes we can stimulate people and they remember, oh, yeah, I have to give a more deeper class. You know, the, the kirtan's important. Okay, let me start chanting, chanting this kirtan because without a good kirtan, it's not going to be a good class. Yeah. Okay, next slide, Master. Maestro. The words Satam Prasangan Mamavirya Sam Vido, uh, Shimab Bhagavatam 3, 25, 25, mean that the glorification of the Lord is potent when uttered from the mouth of a pure devotee. The Lord has innumerable devotees all over the universe, and they have been glorifying the Lord since time immemorial. And for an unlimited time... What? Since time immemorial and for, uh, for an unlimited time. Huh. You still cannot completely finish enumerating the glories of the Lord. You know? One French poet, poet said, nobody ever finished a poem. He just stopped working on it. So you've got to understand that. There is no conclusion. It's, it's, it's a nice place to take a break. It's a nice place to include something else. You know? And the and go on developing because yeah, there has to be breaks, there has to be accent marks, there has to be mileposts. You know, you know. But the glorification of Krishna, even Krishna can't, you know, fully fully glorify himself. Nobody can read Prabhupada's books completely. It was, it was a big problem for me. I was trying to read all of Prabhupada's books, know everything, but then I realized, no, you, Prabhupada said it. You cannot do it. You know, even in a hundred years, he said, you know. the Lord has innumerable devotees. Okay. And this verse, of course, Satam Prasangam Mamavirya Samvado. Please repeat, close your eyes. Prasan, Satam Prasangam. Satam Prasangam. Mamavirya Samvado. Mamavirya Samvado. Now we'll go now. Satam Prasangam. Satam Prasangam. Mamavirya Samvado. Okay. Satam, I think, means the devotees. And Sangha means association, I think. So Prasangam is like some kind of big association. Uh, mama, mine, Virya means like potent. Yeah. Samviraha. I'm not sure what that means. And it looks like it's from the uh, Kapila and Devahuti, you know, talking. 325, 25. Yeah. Okay. So Virya Samvido. And even if you can find a little bit like this, of course, then you can do a string search, string search. So this is a very potent verse. You know? did, did the Acharyas cite this in their commentary? Is Prabhupada simply you know, including the verses that extracting out uh, what they said for the purport of this verse? Or is he himself you know, remembering this? You know? Building our logic, collecting, collecting verses to, 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 gen- to, to sub- substantiate our structure. That's Uttamadakari. Madhyamadakari has faith in the process. You know? Okay, even though they have many doubts, but they accept, okay, these doubts are going to be removed. And uh, Uttamadakari has faith in the process, but they also have good scriptural basis. And different people, somebody may know 10,000, 25,000 verses. I'm not joking. 24,000 verses. Somebody else may know four, or basically probably says two is enough. Two verses are enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then logic that we can connect them up and use them to, to build a little structure in the beginning you just got one experience you saw Prabhupada smiling and that touched your heart and you don't know what was going on but you just remember that and then you, you water it who was that person was that oh that was my guru oh, oh yeah. Huh. Mm. Yeah. so we start building it, building it, and we finally we go from just a one place to stand on one foot, we get two feet, then we get a place to sit down, then we get to build it bigger, and we got a little rowboat, 
yeah, yeah. So this is it, the association of devotees. Thank you very much. Prithu Maharaj, therefore, one innumerable ears, as Rupa Goswami also desired to have millions of ears and millions of tongues to chant and hear, to chant and hear the glorification of the Lord. And in other words, if our ears are always engaged in hearing the glorification of the Lord, there will be no scope for hearing Mayavad philosophy, which is doom, doomed to spiritual progress. Of course, again, this can come in many ways. You know, Mayavad philosophy was being preached by Lord, Lord Buddha and Shankara. Why? To increase the population. Yes. Thank you, Monosito. Yes. Because when you start preaching Mayavad philosophy, there's no relish, no, no taste. And so what do you do? You start eating too much. You start watching too many you know, movies about you know, mundane things. And then you increase the sex desire, and then the population increases. So people get taken away from, you know, disturbing spiritual life. You know, there's, there's no more Maya bodies because they've all gone off and become karma bodies. So whatever, whatever devotees are there, they survive in the middle of that. And so spirituality, then if somebody comes to it, is actually pretty clean then, you know, because all the Maya bodies have gone off in someplace else, you know. So Mayavad is basically behind everything. Uh, other than spirit, then Gorabad. So if we're always hearing and chanting, and of course there's so many ways to do this. You know, somebody may not be a very good speaker, uh, other, other things like that, or talking, but you can talk to your family, talk to your friends, talk to the milkman. <clears throat> I'm, I'm in this shutdown. People still come visiting us. We have a little, uh, you know, we have a little lot that devotee bought us on a commercial street. Medical Center Parkway, <clears throat> and across the street is the backside of an old mall. Just kind of revitalizing a little bit. So uh, a few days ago, a couple of days ago, two, I, look at, I was sitting down there on the floor in the air-conditioned living room, tiny place with a tiny air conditioner, and I saw this flashlight in my face. I looked up, there's some guy shining a flashlight through my window. And I kind of said, hello, and I said, hello. Yeah, I just like opened the door up, and it was two police officers, you know. And... Uh, Two city police officers. They had so much equipment; it was unbelievable, you know, in terms of different, you know, gizmos. You know, and they both look really look like you know, brave, but not one of them looked brave, but not very intelligent. The other guy looked like maybe a senior guy. It was okay, you know. The other guy looked just like, you know, I'm not very smart, but I'm brave. You know, I mean, really, okay, it was the guys you want when you're going to hell. This was the guy you probably wanted to be with you. He had to go to hell. So they said, are you okay? I said, uh, yeah. They said, yeah. in there alone? I said, yeah. I said, you live here? I said, uh, it's more like an office. He said, I said, what's wrong? He said, well, can't you smell that? And I smelled it. It was a really bad smell. And I thought it was um, from across the street where they've been commercially fertilizing. Every now and again, I smell it. <clears throat> so they went around and looked in our garage, and I had to, they said, you're in there alone. I said, yeah, nobody else. Okay. I said, but they wanted this. You want to look inside? They said, yeah. So maybe... <laughs> He killed somebody, killed somebody. The smell was spreading all over the place. So anyway, then they're, uh, so they, uh, they looked inside a little bit and saw the books and said, well, it's not here. The smell's not here. What is it? You know. So I suggested the fertilizer across the street. Then I was suggesting, well, maybe, wait a second. Maybe there's the crab, crab, crab guys across the street. They're selling crabs and stuff. And they, they cleaned them over there too. And they dump it in the dumpster, you know. So and the guy said, the guy laughed. He said, well, I, I eat there. I don't think it's that, you know. So uh, anyway, that was the uh, kind of the end of it, you know. And I was thinking, you know, if you, yeah, afterwards you think, my God, if I just said, hey, hey, I respected your uniforms, now you've got to respect my uniform. And that would have probably got him. They probably would have smiled and said, what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> I come on, I'm, I'm a monk, you know. This is some, these are some, like, really good religious books from India that we preach and we sell them all over the world. And I could have given them, you know, a couple books, you know. You guess, boy, Shahari Krishna, you know. And then they would have probably taken them and taken them to heart. Well, this guy, monk, what did he tell us? And you know, maybe even reading them in the car to each other. That is pretty ridiculous. You know? So got to have the books at hand and maybe even a, a nice selection, you know, books, books for cops, books, books for the next guy that came by was trying to, was obviously a door-to-door seller guy trying to sell uh, security systems on the come on thing. Yeah. So all these opportunities are, are coming up to glorify Krishna, to, to spread this stuff out, 
So anyway, they didn't come back. The next day I heard the dumpster, uh, the machine across the street, picking up the crab guy's uh, dumb thing and dumping it in the truck. Then about two minutes later, there was no more smell. <laughs> so I was right, you know. So, so many people, you know, they're there and they can hear about Krishna. They want to hear about Krishna. Krishna's sending them and we just got to be purified. We have to be cure, pure. Krishna will send innocent people and they got to be a little patient. Those are the three things in one preaching, preaching formula. Yeah. Yeah. We got to be pure, you know, morning program, everything else every day. And then Krishna will send innocent people and we got to be ready, you know, to distribute, you know. So that, that's the point. It doesn't take millions of ears and millions of uh, eyes only, hands, whatever you call it, tongues. Because I, I like to draw. It's just I, it's sense gratification for me. I like to do PowerPoint shows, but it also it's a way that I can organize my thoughts. You know, and so I just it works for me. You know, and other people they they do it someplace else. You know, some 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 modigy, they don't talk much, but 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 their cookies talk for them. <laughs> okay. There you go. They say, "Ma'am, ma'am, these are damn good cookies." You know? And they say, the, "Say, well, well, partner, the the books are just as good. Well, give me a couple, ma'am, and I'll take them." <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we need lots of ears and lots of mouths. I think the last slide here is going ahead. Oh God, thank you. Okay, Manosito. You know, have austerities in this life. There it is. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said. That if anyone hears from a, a Mayavadi philosopher preaching about the activities of the Lord, even if it is a description from the Vedic literature, he is ultimately doomed. By hearing such Mayavad philosophy, one cannot come to the destination of spiritual perfection of life. Like that. Yeah. Okay. We have. A, I, I built up a nice collection of pictures, and I'm familiar with them. So for PowerPoint people, you need to do that, you know. Build up a nice collection. You can all have it. Here's my Julius Caesar. I like him. Yeah. That's it, you know. Uh, okay, that last, next slide. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Again, we have our Chinese fellow saying thank you to the goat. Okay. And the goat saying thank you to the audience. So thank you very much, devotees, for tolerating us in our imperfections in presenting this valuable message and please extract the nectar from the poison any any uh, any comments yeah. okay so Maharaj, can you hear me okay oh yes wife is from Oh, she's from Slovenia. Slovenia. Okay. Yes. Maharaj, there was something in your class that you read in the purport about Prabhupada saying how uh, professional speakers, they are very ornamentally, but that the pure devotees don't like to hear that. Well, it's been my experience. It's two questions here. Question number one. It's always, it's often been said, but they're talking about Krishna, so there must be some spiritual benefit in it. And then, uh, question number two, because I've seen such things happen even in our ISKCON temples in decades gone by. And so, like, not that I'm a pure devotee necessarily, but, but because that instruction is there, I personally don't find it attractive. How do I react to that without committing some kind of apparatus was the speaker. Um, well, one way, if, if we're qualified, you know, um, actually it's Bob Dylan, Acharya. If the arrow is sharp and the shaft it is slick, it can pass through dust no matter how thick. So it's exactly what it says about Sukadeva Goswami. He was so purified that his words could enter into the heart of anyone. So if we're totally purified, and you see Prabhupada preaching to the most strange people, and he was walking along listening to this guy glorifying Sai Baba. It was a morning walk, and you could hear Prabhupada's cane going, thwack, thwack, thwack. <laughs> you see Prabhupada listening to this and just grimacing. And then finally Prabhupada just, after some time, just spontaneously spit out, but, but, Philosophy, that is, yeah. 
and you can just see the life members, you know, brain going, did he insult my guru? Did he blah, 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 blah. And then and he said, yes, Prabhupada. You know? Yeah. So that's the thing. If, if we just, we can always chant Hare Krishna and Hare Krishna, Hare Rama, and Krishna Balaram, they'll, they'll, they'll guide us, they'll protect us, they'll do something. We just connect to them. If they want to, then sometimes they'll empower us and the words will come out of our intelligence and we can, can make, do something, you know, like that. And of course, as, long, as more as we're purifying our intelligence by hearing Srimad Bhagavatam and everything else, then we develop a, a mind and intelligence that the super soul can use, you know, well. So that's it. If we can't correct without committing Vaishnava Aparad, then just, you know, Hare Krishna, Hare Ram, Hare Krishna, Hare Ram. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm right here, Maharaj, so there's two things I want to hear. But yes, yeah, I, and I, I guess I'm just not that pure then because I, every time, it's been a long time since I've been in that situation, but the last time that I remember when I was listening to someone in the temple room talking to Krishna, it wasn't uh, Vaishnava. It was, like, it was one of those professionals. I wanted to go up and say, what are we doing? But I didn't know how to do that. So again, Hare Krishna, Hare Rama, I think that Bruce Basi is doing, and again, Krishna and Balaram will incarnate in your, in your heart and your brain. Or else then somebody else will say something and say, oh, I mean, I just went to Bodhi. By Eshwar Das, I, I read, what's, what's the book? What's the book? Uh, the Final Order or something. I got that thing. I tried to read it three times, and I kept coming to the conclusion. It was, I didn't like it. It was many illogical arguments, you know, and stuff. And, and then my Eshwar, just the Bodhi, went through it very, very scrutinizingly, and it dealt with the whole thing beginning to end. And exactly the same points I was feeling, he was expressing. And so I thought, wow, God, thank you. So, so maybe we just chant Hare Krishna, Hare Rama, and then, then you may see somebody else who's inspiring him to deal with it and, you know, back them up, you know, like that. Yeah. Thank you, Maharaj. Forgive me if I had to mute some people because there was definitely noise coming and I had to click to mute some people. Does anyone have anything else? Everybody is thunderstruck and dumbfounded. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's happening here? I want to see the attendee list. We got Ramananda, Chaitanya Leela, Madan. Oh, Kiran, Kiran Desai. He's our, he's our neighbor. He, we, he cooked his wife. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. From, from the, the Biharban. <laughs> yes. Uh, Guru Maharaj, I have one question. So you mentioned uh, this chapter is recommended by Srila Prabhupada uh, as a subject for political science. So I'm curious, I think you are, you are involved a little bit with the uh, ISKCON GBC college, training of future leaders. Is this a, is this a part of their curriculum? Um, actually, it's the next, what, what it was, Dhamana Maharaj wrote uh, a whole curriculum. He was thinking of establishing the Bhaktivedanta Institute in Berkeley and probably was going to, you know, okay, help him. And then he wrote a curriculum. It was a four-year curriculum in Krishna consciousness. And Prabhupada looked at the whole thing and said, yes, very good. And he said, he made two specific comments that I remember. He said, for physical sciences, we'll study the instructions of Kapila. And he said, for political sciences, we'll study the, I think it was called the, uh, the instructions of Prithu Maharaj. So I think it's the next chapter where Prithu Maharaj talks about political science. You know? And the next thing, the GBC college, I've been trying to work with them, you know, and stuff. And this is the kind of comments that I make. And, and they, they've been saying things like, well, Maharaj, these are meta discussions or something. This is, you know, this is not practical for the current time like that, you know. And I can appreciate that. It's, my nature is kind of like speculative like that and stuff. And, but 
but I feel neglected in that sense that they, they don't take it as like a broad perspective. Okay, yeah, it may take a, a generation or something to get put your ideas into effect, but yeah, we need that direction, that broad direction. So this is they're not including this Varna Ashram perspective so much and the Shastric basis so much from from my perspective. But they're trying to synthesize many outside management management techniques and stuff from good to good to great and things like that, which is also also good, you know. Yeah. So that's the answer. So Gurmada, the the, the uh, from from these topics in Bhagavatam. The principle is very clear, and the outside material, the, the significant principle, the difference in the principle that I see is in the outside world, what do you want, what do I want, let's make it work so that we both have win-win. That's outside strategy. The Bhagavatam strategy is what Krishna wants, and, and these stories and everything, they center around that, that principle of uh, uh, putting Krishna in the center. And that's a significant difference in the thought process. So when we bring in these outside materials, uh, you know, uh, that, that piece will be lacking. And if there's not proper integration, uh, we may fall victim to those ideas. Exactly. Uh, and you go from the administration, the Karmabad, for, for profit businesses, to the Gyanavad, things like Greenpeace and PETA, and what's it called, uh, Friends of the Trees, uh, Sierra Club. And then you start getting people who are, are not in this selfish sense gratification, but for example, extended sense gratification, even up to the point of all living entities. And it's a whole different management thing because then your people are not motivated by profit. They're motivated by ideals. And many times the organization works because of a tremendous volunteer base, like Wikipedia, for example. You know? and so, yeah, it's a whole different management thing. And yeah, yep. It's a very subtle aspect. Yeah. What to speak of religious motivation. Yeah. Thank you very much. Marge, could you tell Thank us you. more about the um, the goals, and the purpose of the GBC College? I know a little about it, but uh, I'd, like, I'd like to hear maybe a little more about it, maybe, maybe your, your take on it. Okay, my take on it. <laughs> yeah. well, we were, the, the Ministry of Education, I... I I've gone up to this GBC level. You know, we, we, we see each other. We saw each other at the uh, Sanyasi Guru GBC Sangha. Okay. Yeah. I was, that's always fun. Notes. Yeah. To me, it's always okay, fun well, to have I, your association. We get to sit notes. together in the front row. Well, <laughs> there's no front row. They have many, many modular, modular, modular rows, no? They, they do. Okay. But I'm also involved in Latin American GBC, regional GBC, and in portfolio, I'm involved with the Ministry of Education. Okay, and it's I can I can see now I can see my whole institution and what's going on everything else, and I see many faults. But then the question is, are you going to try and tear it down or become or because, you know seek destruction by by becoming depressed, or are you going to say this is it and I I have my connection with Prabhupada and you know Prabhupada wants me to be a positive element in changing things. Okay, so anyway, this is I got my perspective on everything. So the Ministry of Education we organized a, uh, a global. Ministry of Education meeting, what do you call it, a symposium in Mayapur one year, and we had the GBC College there, and so uh, um, I, I shouldn't mention names during the Bobbison class, but the most prominent leader of the thing was presenting with who they are, what they were doing educationally, you know, and then I asked, uh, uh, you know, are you going to be integrating, I think it was the four diplomas, you know, Bhakti Shastri, Bhakti Bhai Bhava, Bhakti Vedanta, which are, of course, integral part of the Ministry of Education. Are you planning on integrating those with, with the development of your training leaders like that? And this person said kind of, you know, angrily, no, I, I propose we go along organizing things the same stupid way we've always been doing it for the past 20 years. And so I was, it, it didn't touch my heart because it, it obviously wasn't related to me. And other people afterwards were laughing about it. what was this uh, go go devotee GBBD. Why do you say that? You know. So I think behind the scenes there's this feeling the Hanumanpurshak Swami is kind of out to get us or something. You know, a little bit. Then his secondary man was up there. Maybe you know what I'm talking about. Who was uh, who he very much you know praises as being his follower and take up. And then he said, uh, "Can I translate that?" And kind of the leader kind of looked at him and and then they're going to nod and he said. 
said, yes. <laughs> I said, thank you. You know. So anyway, that's kind of my – the GBC college, their stated purpose is to, to train leaders in ISKCON. So right away I have this thing. There's two kinds of leaders. There's the Brahminical leadership and then there's the administrative leadership. And I want to distinguish those two and stuff. And that becomes right away uh, some hostility, you know, because I think that the, I think that the Kshatriyas have this desire to, to, to be the supreme leaders, which is quite natural. You know? Of course, I'm a sannyasi. I want to control everything from my side. Okay. Um, so they're organizing courses. They have GBC college programs. And there, are, there is philosophy. They do bring different people in. And these perspectives are there. And our contribution is going on. Um, but to my perspective, again, this is my perspective, now you take it, that is tending more towards, uh, actually they're trying to do this now. I think the last time around, they proposed to start developing a franchise model, you know, that all of our ISKCON centers will become franchises. And this franchise model, if you notice, like McDonald's, maybe you can own your McDonald's, you can own the franchise, okay. And what that means is that you've got to buy their, their stuff, you've got to use their logos, use their napkins, use their recipes, but then this is up to you, and then you get your profit on the thing. You know? So it's, it's, it's not a bad model in some ways, a chintabeta betatava, but that's where you've got to start coming in and being careful, you know, because you're going to start getting uh, some fundamental principles that Prabhupada brought in are going to become contaminated. And this is why I'm promoting Varnashram, I'm promoting sannyas, you know, doesn't, not everybody has to take sannyas, but as a, as, a, as, as a formality, it's like, well, not everybody has to be married. Why do you, not, why, why do you have to have a marriage ceremony? <laughs> we could just live together. You know? No, but the, the marriage is a formality, but not a meaningless formality. And so the same way sannyas is, not, is a formality, but not a meaningless form, a formality. Because then, you format, then people on a broader level can understand, okay, he's, he's renounced. He hasn't got any axe to grind. So that's my perspective. I'm promoting uh, things like that, and that's the problems I feel. And I want, I want to work with them, and I respect very much what they're doing. It's made things a lot easier in many places. But at least people fill out their, do their financial statements and, and submit those, which is, God, such a, a lack in ISK on even that fundamental level of, of all of our centers, you know, filing their tax returns properly. You know, and it creates unlimited headaches. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, the idea of franchise... Um, sounds good and, and scares me all at the same time. I mean, yeah. I guess the, the, the franchise should be there in that it's, you know, Didi Worship Bhagavatam featuring uh, Srila Prabhupada as the founder of Acharya, not having other sanghas uh, influencing the mood and flavor of Prabhupada, you know, Tulsi, that the basics are there, but back in the old days, and maybe to... I'm not so world-traveled, but one of the things I always loved about ESCON was a, a very different mood and flavor in every temple you go to. It's, it's so, so different. It's so similar and different, simultaneously one and different, I guess we could say. Um, I, and I, I like that. When you go to different, different temples, different mood, different flavor, different energy, it's like a, it's like a, a different dom that you're going to. All, all doms, and in one sense, they have similarities, and they ha also have differences. So I like the idea of franchise. That that, that should be there. The, the basic ISKCON program, but the but McDharma. the mood and flavor should not be. All of our our restaurants can be can be labeled McDharma. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had we we tried that, but uh, I mean, we Actually, we, tried, we tried we tried to use McDharma, McDharma but I think McDonald's uh, there was some. Legal yeah, it, it, with that. It, it, it survived in Santa Cruz without being noticed for about, I don't know, maybe like 15 years. And then finally the big guns of uh, whatever the guy McDonald's noticed it, and they came in and, you know, they, you know, they, 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 they it, I think they went to the court like maybe one time and realized, God, these guys are just going to, you know, nuke us. <laughs> so they changed it to mm. something else. There's one heavenly it, harp sister. <laughs> it seems there is some, some good that could come out of the, the GBC college. I mean, it used to be you just kind of join the, the GBC and become one of the good old boys. 
but um, it, it it seems like the potential could be there for some. I've well, seen no, some, some just, of the devotees that are in that GBC college that are amazing. It kind of gives no, me hope for the future. Many, many good aspects. You know? Again, it's one point about accounting. It's caused unlimited waste of time in ISKCON that people aren't trained, aren't monitored to be doing their, their proper legal uh, 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 reporting in terms of accounting and that kind of stuff, you know? And, and what's the word? Transparency. Yeah, one little thing, and I'm boy, the GBC colleagues, okay, try and set it up. And yeah, so it's wonderful, you know? Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should stop here. I want to thank everybody, so many... You know, nice devotees, and again, for us, this sangha is very essential that we get a chance to associate. We want to hopefully be able to expand it like that and stuff. So, thank you very, very much. Hare Krishna. Thank you, Maharaj.